Hello and welcome to a special edition of Coming Up Winners, an NBA preview. Yes, Andrew Lynch is joining me once again. We usually hammer the NFL, college football. We've dabbled in UFC for the big McGregor fight. We're going to do NBA on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, but we wanted to give you a full edition to preview the season, which begins Tuesday, a lot earlier than normal, Mr. Lynch. And we're going to jump right into it, right? Talking NBA MVP. Now, you are a big NBA fan. You obviously have one of the greatest sneaker collections of any human being that I know, personally. Uh, And a lot of these guys on this MVP prop list have great sneakers. Who should we get started with, Mr. Lynch? Uh, NBA MVP prop bets. You got to talk about the king, LeBron James, J-Mac. And the MVP chance go up for Steph Curry. Good bet or a bad bet for to bet LeBron James as the MVP in 2018-19? I'm going to go bad bet. I just don't know. There's so many new pieces. I'm sure the guys have been wearing name tags over at the facility. I mean, listen, I love this team. I think they're deep. Uh, I do believe they are a 50-52 win team in the West. I think, and again, this is just me. It's preseason. I believe this is the second best team in the West. I believe Woo! I believe Houston's coming down. I know it's a hot take right off the bat, but MVP is a bit strong for LeBron. He's going to have to pace himself. We don't know midseason if they're going to be making major changes. I just I don't think MVP is likely for LeBron. He's currently plus 436. So listen, if you feel comfortable in LeBron, you lay down a, a, a Benjamin, you'll be walking away with a nice nice uh, victory there. And that's pretty tempting. There's kind of a systemic thing here that keeps me away from betting the King as the MVP. And I love LeBron James. My favorite NBA player ever. I think he's going to be great for this Lakers team. If the Lakers had won 25 games last year instead of 35 games, I think LeBron James is probably your MVP just because the Lakers are going to end up with so many more wins, right? But the Vegas has their over-under at 48.5 right now. Some books opened it at 62 for the sake of the publicity. 62? Which, which is smart. Like wow. if you're If you're a lower sports book and you just want to get your name out there, yeah. you know, put smart. a cap on how many units you're accepting on that bet and get everyone in the door. But again, yeah, if the Lakers are probably going to win 48 games, maybe 50 games if everything goes right for them, that's only a 15-game you know increase yeah. over last year. If it's a 20-25 win increase over the previous year, it's a lot easier to make the case for LeBron as MVP. So in a weird way, that's what kind of has me shying away from James. I'm curious, what's in that case, what's your most valuable MVP bet? Right. Well, Anthony Davis and Giannis are both plus 350. Again, we're recording this Monday. I don't know if the odds are going to shift. I don't know if they have shifted considerably. I don't put a whole lot of stock in either of those guys. Really? I don't think Giannis's Bucks are a top three team in the in the East. I don't think it's a lock. Anthony Davis makes the playoffs. So I, I'm not buying those. I don't love James Harden at plus 401. He just won the MVP last year. Are they going to give it to him again? They just The media votes for the MVP, which is why I think it's important that you consider this. The guy I like a lot, my number one bet would be Kevin Durant who I believe, and I've been saying this on FS1 for a while, and people think I'm a bum, I believe he's the best player in the NBA. Best shooter, best scorer, he's a better defender than LeBron. I know LeBron makes other players better. I get that. But if you can get Kevin Durant plus 1,007, 
That's what I'm currently seeing, plus 1,007. The kicker is he's in a contract year. There is all this scuttlebutt. Is Durant going to leave? Is he going to go to the Knicks? Is he going to go to the Lakers? We'll talk about that in a minute. But if I can get Kevin Durant maybe out to prove, hey guys, I'm not just getting carried by these Warriors. I'm going to show you guys I am the best player in the league. I think there's value in Kevin Durant at plus 1,007. Your thoughts? I wholeheartedly agree. Kevin Durant's 2018-19 season is one of the reasons I feel the way that I do about NBA title futures, which we're going to get to here in a minute. I wholeheartedly disagree with you on the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think the Greek freak is at 5-1, to one, which he still is at Bovada, uh, shockingly enough. I think there is real value there. I love this Bucks team under a real NBA coach this year and Mike Budenholzer. Jason Kidd was just an albatross Ooh. in Milwaukee. He dragged that team down. I think Giannis is going to continue to grow both literally and figuratively. I think this is the year that he really puts his stamp on the NBA as a top five player. Some people are saying top three. Listen, the top three players in the NBA in no particular order are LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Stephen Curry. And no one is going to break that triumvirate, I don't believe. But I think the Bucs are going to be decidedly better this year. I think Giannis is going to get a ton of credit for that. And to your point... If they can top either Toronto, Boston, or Philly as one of the top three teams in the East, I think Giannis is solid, solid value here to be the MVP in 2018-19. Bullish. Very bullish on Giannis. Uh, let me get in my other one. And this is a bit of a sleeper, and I know it's he, he's a long shot. But because I believe he's already one of the 15 best players in the NBA, I think Donovan Mitchell plus 5,000 to win the MVP. I mean— you're talking about when you look at the second half of the season, he was one of the best players in the NBA. I know he was the 13th pick overall, averaged 23-3 and as a rookie. Only shot 34% from deep. I will say this. He was amazing. He was a revelation against the Thunder in that first round series. He was the best player on the floor. No disrespect to Paul George. No disrespect to Russell Westbrook. But Donovan Mitchell was incredible. Now, you factor in that they only had Gobert for 56 games last year. We know he's one of the best defensive players in the league. They still won 48. Let's say that Mitchell, the addition of Grayson Allen, you know, whatever, minor things. They got a great coach in uh, Very minor. Quinn, Quinn Snyder. Let's say they bump that up, Lynch. Six more wins. They get to 54 and they're second in the West. And let's say Curry and Durant cancel each other out. And you look and, you know, let's say Giannis is the sixth seed in the East. I mean, I think if things break and Mitchell, let's say, averages 25 a game this year, I don't see why he can't be in the discussion. And the kicker will be the media votes for this. The media loves Donovan Mitchell. He's a great interview, very positive guy, you know, a lot of good things about Donovan Mitchell. I think I think there's a little value, not a lot, but if you're putting down half a unit, you know, you're not tying up a big portion of your bankroll— 50 bucks on Donovan Mitchell to win the MVP wins you $2,500. I love the thought process. There's not value there. If I could wager on Donovan Mitchell to end up on MVP ballots, I like that. Uh, 50 to 1 is too small of a number, but I do love the thought process. He's going to have a great season. All right, Lynch, let's move on to NBA title futures. Now, I want you to jump in on this first because you're very strong on whether or not anybody should tie up any of their bankroll at all in NBA titles futures. 
I think there are only two ways you can bet on an NBA team to win the championship before the season starts. One is if you are just a fan of that team and you want to get money on them. Cool. That's You're probably not going to win that bet. There's not a ton of value there. But if you just want to have some skin on your favorite team, awesome. I'll sign off on that. The only other bet that makes sense to me is the Golden State Warriors to win the NBA championship. Most places at about minus 200 right now. I know a lot of people are looking at the Boston Celtics and I know a lot of Celtics fans from things that I've written in the past think that I'm a Celtics hater. I love Brad Stevens. He's my favorite coach in the NBA. Uh, I love Kyrie Irving. I, I'm over the moon for Al Horford. Like I, I really do like this team. I just don't think their ceiling is high enough to match up with the Golden State Warriors in a seven-game series. And I don't understand how that has become a hot take. The Celtics are going off at 5-1 to one to win the NBA championship. It's about a 17% chance, right? One in six. So let's say they reach the finals 80% of the time, which seems about right. Might be a little conservative. Can they beat the Warriors... 25% of the time in the NBA Finals? If those two teams match up in a seven-game series, do the Celtics win one out of every four times? I don't think so. I think that is super generous. And if they don't, 80% times 25% is 20%. And if they have a 17% chance, that's about how often I need them to win the title to be profitable. And I just don't see that conditional probability playing out. I could be wrong. I very, very well could be wrong. But I think the Golden State Warriors know that this might be their last chance with this group. And I think that is going to have a rallying effect, plus Kevin Durant in a contract year. I think this team is going to come out and look like they did in their 73-win season. I don't think they get to 73 wins, but I think that's the caliber of basketball they're going to play. Interesting. I see this totally differently. And this could make for a good discussion. Okay, so Lynch, last year... Steve Kerr had problems motivating this team. They had nothing to play for, right? Year one with Durant, it was new. It was great. Got it. Steph Curry, Andre Gudala, Klay Thompson, these guys have several titles now. Kevin Durant has two titles, two MVPs. It's going to be difficult to motivate this team in the regular season. I do believe the Warriors are going to struggle. We've seen teams in year three, Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls, that first run. You know they weren't even the number one seed in the third year? Like, teams get tired. They get worn down. They get sick of each other. Kobe and Shaq. They nearly killed each other in practice. I don't think the Warriors are going to implode like that because the personalities are too smart. But I do wonder if you're selling Boston short because we haven't seen them at full power with Gordon Hayward, with Kyrie, with Jason Tatum, who, I mean, Jason <laughs> Tatum is ridiculous. Sure, great team. Jaylen Stephen Brown, Curry, Clay Thompson, Andre Iguodala, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins. Like, Boston is a fantastic team. It's just a an A-minus student against the super genius who, cre- who sets the curve in every class that he's oh, wait, in. Now, wait a second. If I were to say that I think Brad Stevens is a better coach, he's done more with less than Kerr, would you agree? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's very, very close. But Are I, the Celtics I would rather... not perennially one of the better defensive teams in the league? Absolutely. Again, I listen, this series goes six, seven games potentially. How do you not mention Terry Rozier? <laughs> I'm kidding. Listen, I do believe this Boston team is going to give problems. Now, the reason I have, and one of the teams I listed is titles, futures, 
Toronto Raptors plus 1850. Okay. You look at one to 10, there's no doubt in my mind this is the second best roster in the East after Boston. Okay. I do wonder. I know Kyrie Irving's saying all the right things. I'm going to stay in Boston. I want to be here, blah, blah, because he's really been pushing that these last couple weeks. I did have Brian Windhorst of ESPN on my radio show this weekend. Name dropper. Brian Windhorst spent spent some time with the Raptors, and he is really on the Raptors bandwagon. I mean, I guess if you follow Instagram videos of NBA players, a guy who's had a great summer is Pascal Zykam, who, you know, I don't know too much about him other than he's a second-year player, and— they refused to put him in any trade to the Spurs, and the Spurs were not happy with that. Like, he was one of the guys they desperately wanted. Again, he's maybe like their fifth best player. This is a deep Raptors team. They got a brand new coach, new blood sometimes, turns things over. Remember, Mark Jackson could not get the Warriors over the hump. They go to Steve Kerr, boom, a couple changes. I don't know if that's going to be the case for Nick Nurse and Toronto. I just think there's a little value in the Raptors. And the only reason I would say that, I still think, obviously, the Warriors are a much better team than the Raptors. We've seen injuries to Steph Curry. We've seen injuries to Kevin Durant. We've seen postseason injuries to Steph Curry. You know, if you're looking for a play, and again, I'm not tying up several units here, I think you put a half unit on the on the Raptors to win the title. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world at plus 1850. Let me just toss one more, and this is just, you know, for bleeps and giggles. Andrew Lynch, we know Jimmy Butler is on the trade block. A lot of people are reporting the Miami Heat could get done here before Halloween. They're currently plus 6,000 to win the East. Not the title, to win the East. The Heat, pretty good team, a lot of good players, no stars. I am maybe president or VP of the Jimmy Butler fan club. I do wonder if Pat Riley can pull this off and not have to lose Winslow and Richardson and he's able to make some kind of deal. I don't know. Miami Heat plus 6,000? Maybe put a third of a unit. You've got a big smirk on your face. I wonder if that's... uh, I'm about to catch some heat here. But plus 6,000 to just win the East. You know, Sixers are good. I don't know if the Sixers are great. Uh, Raptors are good. I don't know if they're great. Is the Kawhi cloud going to hang? And Boston, we'll see. Uh, I I believe Boston's a 65-win team. I just think maybe if they get Jimmy Butler, keep an eye on the Heat. I, I've got a grin on my face because you've got me thinking like a like an odds maker. And I'm just thinking, man, this is how I make my money. Like all these little <laughs> bets or whatever. It's just like, oh, what if I throw a half unit on the Heat at 60 to 1 to win the East? Not, like I get where you're coming from, but that like that number's probably got to be 100 to 1 to, for me to even look at it. I think between Toronto, Boston, Philly, again, Milwaukee, like uh, even are, with Jimmy Butler. Where are Butler. you, Lynch, on Jimmy Butler? Does he move the needle for you? As a game changer, I will rem- I will remind you, with Jimmy Butler, the young Timberwolves were third in the West in mid-February. Butler gets hurt, and he craters. This guy is a defensive hound. He has fought for everything he's earned dating back to his high school days, when he was not a high school star. He was not a five-star rivals guy, okay? He goes to college. He's a non-factor at Marquette. He gets drafted late. Okay, this is a guy who has earned everything. I I will ride with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty big Jimmy Butler fan. I think generally he probably impacts the team on the same level or slightly more than a, a Clay Thompson. And that's, I think, I'm very bullish on Clay. So I think some people might balk at that. Butler's great. And honestly, these, like the, the locker room considerations, things like that, that doesn't bother me. I like guys who, who want to get after it and want to win. I think there's a lot of different ways to put together a locker room in an NBA team. 
Um, so yeah, Butler is certainly one of the better players out there. He's not a top five or top ten guy in my book, but. Uh, I think he could scratch the top 10. But anyways, let's move on quickly. Lakers plus 790 to win the West. Why? 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 All right. Let me make the case here. I'm not a believer in Houston, okay? I'm not a believer whatsoever. They they lose Trevor Ariza, a great defensive wing. They got wor- much worse on the wing. And, you know, I bigs don't really matter. Capella didn't even play pivotal minutes against the Warriors. I like the Lakers. Uh, a lot, probably irrationally so. And again, this is a, a hedge against an injury to say a Durant or Curry. And I do not want that because I love those guys. I do believe the Lakers have a shot to get to the Western Conference Finals. And if I got LeBron James, LeBron took a garbage Cleveland team, Lynch, to the finals, right? Had to beat Boston on the road in game seven. And in game one, what do you have, 54 against the Warriors? If not for a J.R. Smith meltdown, maybe Cavs steal steal game one of the finals? I'm not going to be a guy who ever doubts LeBron James again. How dare you belittle the Houston Rockets and their MVP, P.J. Tucker? Uh, no, listen, I mean, if you have LeBron, like, the argument I have LeBron James will always hold water with me, but no. Yeah, 790 no. is way low. I no. mean, Avoid that's that not one. something I would, you know, maybe a tenth of a unit. All right, moving on. Win-loss totals. Lynch, do any jump out at you right off the page here on the eve of the NBA season? Team that I don't know a whole lot of people are considering, but one that I love, the Dallas Mavericks. Woo! Over 30 and a half wins. Love Listen, it. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. I'm an Arizona guy. We've talked about that on our fine Coming Up Winners regular podcast. I am livid to this day that my Phoenix Suns did not draft my large adult son, Luca. Uh, I think Luca and Dirk are going to make sweet, sweet magic together. Both of them are capable of being the ball handler in a 4-5 pick and roll or being the screener in a 4-5 pick and roll. Luca's vision is incredible. He's already hitting step-back jumpers from the three-point line in people's faces. And oh, by the way, Rick Carlisle, top three coach in the NBA, he's going to get... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My eyebrows raised yeah, so much that Lynch had to... <laughs> Brad Stevens, three. Greg Popovich, Rick Carlisle. Yeah, I think I think this Dallas team probably probably potentially they're not going to get there but they'll be hanging around the the top eight seeds in the yeah. west and maybe making some teams sweat about that eighth playoff spot uh, love that wager you didn't even mention harrison barnes former warrior for a reason <laughs> i think they can steal that eighth spot in the west actually uh i, I like the mavs over i'm gonna give out one here quickly under on the san antonio spurs lynch again i know that we talk about fading the public in the NFL, according to one sports book, the biggest liability is the Spurs over 45. The public has hammered the Spurs, and why, obviously. Greg Popovich and blah, 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 and they've cashed for, what, 15 years now. I love the under here. I don't think this is a good team. I went on Cowherd Show this summer. Uh, Chris Broussard and I were hosting, and I said the Spurs are not making the playoffs, and Broussard lost his mind on me, whatever. This is a team... Andrew Lynch, that lost five of their 10 best players. Now their point guard done for the season, Murray. There's no three-point shooting on this team. I know LaMarcus Aldridge exceeded expectations last year. Is he duplicating that at 33 with DeMar DeRozan? I don't think so. He's clogging the lane for DeMar DeRozan. Pau Gasol now 38. This team picked up DeRozan, and I know people are excited about DeRozan. I don't know where you are. I saw an eye roll there, Lynch. I looked at this up. Of the 107 shooting guards in the NBA last season, according to Defensive Real Plus Minus, DeRozan ranked 84th. They lost Danny Green, who was 5th 
defensively. Murray was first. This team all of a sudden has no defense, no shooting. I think they're criminally overrated. And I personally pounded the under on the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I like the under before they had their rash of injuries here just before the season started. I think losing DeJounte Murray is actually a big loss for San Antonio. Eventually, the magic has to fade. And I think this is probably a good season. A candidate. This is a season that's a good candidate for that. You know, maybe San Antonio, LaMarcus Aldridge comes up with a phantom foot injury. They win 22 games. They luck into a number one pick. (laughs) It feels like that time for the franchise. Beautiful reference. Let me just add this because I know Houston uh, believes that I hate the Houston Rockets. That's not true. But I did pound the under Houston Rocket win total uh, under 55 and a half. Again. Chris Paul, I'm just going to throw out some numbers for you, okay? Since he played 82 games three years ago, he has played 74 games, 61 games, 58 games. He has been hurt in the playoffs twice. Chris Paul is a tremendous player. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He gets hurt every year. They got worse defensively on the perimeter. I believe this team is massively overvalued. I do worry about Mike D'Antoni against a certain gentleman named Carmelo Anthony. We know their history in New York. As a longtime Knicks fan, I'm way, way, way out on Melo. Any thoughts on Melo briefly? Oh, man. That, that's my thought on Carmelo Anthony in a nutshell. <laughs> Honestly, like one of, a, a fantastic basketball player who probably— Five years ago. No, he's a fantastic basketball player who's not quite as good of an NBA player as we've given him credit for. Can I say that? Like the it it's really hard to be a good NBA player in ever since really 2011 okay. since the game changed. Well, to, let me to, press you on this. What is he good at? He's a, one of the best spot up shooters in the league. Okay, he is a fantastic passer out of the post, but that's just not a quality skill in 2018. Is he a good passer though? I thought he was like a black hole. You get the ball to Mello, I got to get mine. I didn't say he was a quantity passer out of the post. I said he was a quality passer out of he the post. He don't play anything resembling defense. But here, so two Texas teams, you've gone under. Give me some optimism. Where are you over? Like, what, is there? Uh, I like the Jazz a lot. As I, evidenced I, by your Donovan Mitchell Yes, I, I, I went to Vegas this summer and put a, a few shekels on the Jazz to win the West. We don't need to dive into it now. Usually on betting season win totals, I shade under because I think Vegas looks at the team, knows where the public's going to go. Public loves overs. Public loves favorites. I tend to go under, so I don't have a lot of optimism. Is there an over you like? No, I mean Dallas. I I do think Dallas probably ends up five, six, seven wins better than their over-under. Again, I'm a Suns fan. 29 is a pretty low number. There's a lot of talent in Phoenix. I think that team is going to be chaos. I think they probably win 21, 22 games. I I had looked hard at the Bulls because I love that trade they made last year. And then marketing gets hurt, and he's out for two months. And I'm like, I don't know if I trust Zach Levine. Slam dunk I don't know champion. I, and I, yeah, I, I love that. That was what was it? The the music they had, Space Jam, wasn't that the one where he won the title? Come on, you are man. so help hip with out. the kids, Jay. Come on, help me out. What well, they they he played great music in that dunk contest, and it was like I've showed it to my kids on YouTube a ton. Zach Levine, I like him. I don't know if he can lead the Bulls to an over. I'll just toss out one. Give me the Washington Wizards over. You better. Oh man. Oh, man, you are wagering on Dwight How? No, 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 no. Let's no, move no, no, on. No, no. To what? This is a play on Scotty Brooks, who's one of the best against the spread coaches in the league. They love to win games in the regular season. I'm not a huge John Wall guy. I do love me some Bradley Beal. I like Otto Porter. I just think the East got a lot easier with LeBron departing, and I don't see a team jumping up 
you know, the Pacers aren't making that leap. The Raptors were already up there. I think the Wizards could win a few more games. Give me the over on the Wizards. That's where I'm at with NBA futures. All right, Lynch, let's wrap this up with 2019 NBA free agency. The league's in a weird spot. This is the good stuff. Because there's more interest in this than there is, like, you know, what's going on during the regular season and the games. We're just going to quickly look at three names. Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving. And really quickly, we're not looking at Jimmy Butler because given everything that's happening in Minnesota, um, given the fact that he reportedly is going to play on Wednesday, that number has come off of the board. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, we were going to look at Jimmy Butler. Yes. Let's start with Kyrie Irving. Just get his out of the way. He's been saying now for a couple weeks that he's staying in Boston. There's no need to worry. He's going to sign there. I personally don't know that I trust that. Uh, Players change their minds. You know, he may go through the season and realize that Tatum is becoming the leader of the team or Gordon Hayward is the focal point. I don't know. Kyrie Irving is a strange dude. I'm a big fan. I follow him on Instagram. I, I just think he's an interesting character. He's plus 200 for Boston, plus 400 for Brooklyn, plus 400 for the Knicks. Is there anywhere you'd put your money there, Lynch? Yeah, call me crazy. I take the man at his word. I do think he re-signs with the Boston Celtics. Those are very good points. I mean, Jason Tatum taking over that team is certainly within the realm of possibility. Gordon Hayward, I, I'm kind of skeptical. I'm hoping for the best with him. I really want to see how he bounces back from injury. Uh, but yeah, I, is there a is 66 or zero? Sorry, is there a 33% chance that Kyrie Irving is telling the truth here? Yeah, probably. So I think two to one that he resigns in Boston. Again, I'll trust the man. I would I would plump down a few shekels on the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, not not any informed uh, speculation. I'm just thinking out loud, trying to read the tea leaves. I believe Kyrie Irving wants to be the guy on a team. You want to be the guy on a team? Well, I believe D'Angelo Russell's in a rookie, uh, sorry, a uh, contract year. We know he's not lived up to the hype either in L.A. or Brooklyn. I'd put a couple bucks on uh, Kyrie Irving to end up in Brooklyn. Next up, Kawhi Leonard. Plus 200 for the Clips, plus 400 Toronto, plus 500 L.A. And I think my chicken scratch handwriting says plus 1,000 Miami Heat. Correct. What are you feeling here, Lynch? To your point about Toronto kind of being a low-key team to potentially win the East, I think Kawhi is really going to like Toronto, and I think the Raptors are probably the best value here, knowing full well that every report says he wants to get to Los Angeles. I think things change. I love Toronto. It's one of my favorite cities in the world, so maybe I'm just a little bit biased here. I think Kawhi's really going to like playing with the Raptors. I think he and Kyle Lowry will get along really well. Um, Clippers are, again, as the odds indicate, the likeliest landing spot, but four to one in Toronto. I don't, I don't hate that. Uh, I would say that's some decent logic. Uh, and and Thank like you, you said, uh, Toronto is an awesome city. One of the more cultural hotspots uh, on that East coast, you know, including the United States. I, for some reason, I believe if Kevin Durant stays in golden state or goes to the Knicks and he does not go to the Lakers. If I'm Kawhi Leonard, I don't see why I would not want to play with LeBron James. I know there's this narrative he doesn't want to be second fiddle. That's garbage. He was second fiddle to Tim Duncan and loved it. He relished that role. He was the MVP of the finals. Why wouldn't he want to play with LeBron? At plus 500, I, I, you know, I'm sure it's a low limit, but I think the Lakers are in play there. I know the Clippers hired Lee Jenkins. A lot of people are speculating, the writer from SI, because he has profiled Kawhi Leonard and there could be value there. That seems like a long shot to me. Um, I know the Clippers are throwing around crazy money with Ballmer, their owner, to do everything in their power. 
Um, I sh- don't know if I should reveal this on the podcast, but my son does a basketball camp with a couple people uh, whose dads are in the Clippers organization. I don't have any inside information <coughs> yet. But I- I'm going to put me down for Kawhi 500 LA. So you said if Kevin Durant. If Kevin, with the caveat that if Kevin and, Durant does and not. And on that note, Kevin Durant, free agency. What do you got for me? Knicks are plus 350, Lakers plus 200, Warriors plus 200. I still and I I still cannot understand why if you win three titles in a row, you would leave because you run the risk. Lynch, if he goes to the New York Knicks, are you sure he's getting out of the second round? I, I'm not. Why would Kevin Durant do that and jeopardize everything he's built up these last three years? Now, there is the argument that the league is so happy that LeBron's in L.A., the Celtics are great, the big markets are back, Philly has good players. Well, the biggest market, the New York Knicks, doesn't have jack squat. And Kevin Durant has, you know, taken a hit for going to the best team. Does he do the league a solid, a real big solid, by going to the Knicks, the number one market? They can't get free agents to meet with them, Lynch. But if Kevin Durant goes to the Knicks, all of a sudden, the best markets in the NBA, I guess Chicago's still down. But Lakers are stacked. Knicks have Durant. Celtics are loaded. Phillies loaded. Those are the best TV markets. I don't know. Did that sway you at all? Nope. Good. Kevin Durant, <laughs> purple and gold. Get get prepared for it. Two to one. I am putting my money on Kevin Durant to the Lakers. I think he's going to win a third uh, ring decisively with Golden State. Say, guys, it's been great. I've got a reputation to rebuild. See you in the Western Conference Finals. Wow. You know, I listen, I did say something along those lines on the herd last week. And, of course, I got killed on NBA Twitter. And, you know, those guys are fun. I think if he does go, I think the Lakers make more sense. I would I would be with Lynch here and put some money on Kevin Durant to the Lakers. Now, I would keep an eye on that number. If it goes up and you get better odds, plus 200 is not great, you know. Um, but that will do it for our NBA gambling preview. We're, are, we are going to talk NBA gambling on coming up winners as we continue to uh, focus on the NFL and college football this season. Thank you for joining us. For Andrew Lynch, I'm Jason McIntyre. Good luck gambling on the NBA this season. Everybody.